From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. And Pete's here. And Pete's here again. Well, I mean, nowhere else to go. The wife finally... You know, tossed all my shit out and <laughs> said, fine, if you want to be with Just because he's been on the show for the last three weeks. Oh, man, the four-week narrative of Pete being here is sad. <laughs> yeah, no, Pete it's got a new, kicked out. It's a new chapter, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to live here now, guys. <laughs> well. Well, you know, we had an issue with that, and then your <laughs> wife kicked him out, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. I'm fucked, dude. <laughs> I didn't think about Sorry, it's winter and you have to go live somewhere in the woods. But you got that Or just like right down on Maine. You got that tent, though, so you're I just go live with Matt. (laughs) Oh, oh, there we go. There you go. You got this. Live with Matt. He knows how to give people his bed and sleep on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, we didn't. What have you been up to beer related, man? Beer related, not yeah. a lot. Well, I've I, uh, been really enjoying the winter warmer from Harpoon here. That's very good stuff. Yeah. Very good. We tried two weeks ago. Yeah, is that the same one that you had open? That's. Nope, I just no, opened that's, this that's one. That's the new one. That's the new one. <laughs> just opened this one. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I think I need to go to another page. Ah, English Barley. Dude, I did have. Did you not prepare? No. Oh, you should have, because I did. You've yeah, been prepared well, the last couple weeks. So. How do you feel about that? Uh, okay. So uh, I was looking to see when we brewed the English barley wine that we're going to retry. Right. We said uh, it was, uh, we brewed it on 421. Oh, okay. So April. Yep. So it's been just over six months. Yep. Hmm. Right on. And we tried this this summer. Yes, we did. We tasted it on... Uh, tasting show. Click on that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, June 6th. June 6th, we tried it. So, right in the heart of barley wine season. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of June. Yeah, but see, now it's ready for barley yeah, wine season. Yeah, it is. And so that's, that's why it's good. A, yeah. So, this is what we're we're doing a first. We're doing our first uh, retry. Revisit of a, of of a, a beer, beer for aging. Yes. So, it's been aged about six months now. Uh, just... Yeah, pretty much right on six months since the first time we tried it. Um, yeah. Yep. So, it is... And this is the first time Pete has tried it, I believe. Yep, yep. It is. So, we tried it in June, and it was good. And we gave it the green check. Yep. And now we're trying it again after six months of aging to see what kind of... Mm-hmm. If it's, you know... And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I've had a few bottles since. Yeah. And brought them places, and it's been... Received very well. So yeah. I'm excited for us to dive into it as well. So now at six months out, we felt like since we don't have another brew ready to go right now to try, we'll do this. Yep. And this is a great fit in this. So it's better than not having anything to try. Well, I feel like we're going to hit the end of this and end of the 80 styles and still have like 30 weeks of beers to try. We, well, <laughs> probably not quite that much, but we will have a lot. All right. Um, so... Looking at uh, the English barley wine, it's category 17D, and we should probably discuss our malt bill quick. Yeah. We used 15 pounds of uh, UK two-row, 
Uh, two pounds of UK Crystal 60 and two pounds of UK Crystal 30. Yeah. Then our malt bill, or our hot bill on this was a little little crazy. Uh, we did two ounces of Target at 60 minutes. Oh, yeah. Half an ounce of Fuggle at 30. Half an ounce of EKG at 30. And then the same at uh, Flame Out. So EKG and Fuggle at Flame Out yep. as well. Half ounce. Uh, half ounce each. And then a London Ale uh, was our ferment, or was our yeast that we used. Yep. Uh, our OG was 1099. Final Gravity came in around 1025. So about 9.7%. So between there nine, or nine and a half and 10% in there. Yeah. So overall, yeah. Uh, so what we're looking for in this, a showcase of rich, uh, of multi richness and complex, intense flavors, chewy and rich in body with warming alcohol and a pleasant fruity or hoppy interest when aged and can take on port like <laughs> flavors, a wintertime sipper. There you got it. Which has kind of Ooh. been the theme of the past few weeks is yeah. wintertime sippers. And that's perfect because we are in wintertime. The but only yeah. wintertime I'm hoping that we are doing this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Um, so aroma, very rich and strongly malty, often with a caramel-like aroma in darker versions or a light toffee character in paler versions. May have moderate to strong fruitiness, often with dark or dried fruit character, particularly in dark versions. The hop aroma may range from mild to assertive and is tropically or typically floral, earthy, and or marmalade-like. Alcohol aromatics may be low to moderate, but are soft and rounded. The intensity of these aromatics often subsides with age. The aroma may have a rich character including bready toasty toffee and or molasses notes aged versions may have a sherry like and or molasses and or molasses notes uh aged versions may have a sherry like quality possibly vinous or port like aromatics and a generally more muted malt tones yeah definitely more muted uh now yeah than it was before yep. uh, i get toffee and like a dark, like, I don't, I, I want to say cherry, but it's not cherry, but there's some sort of dark fruit there. Mm. <clears throat> I would say almost like a black cherry. Okay. Maybe that's it. That's kind of what I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a dark cherry. Um, I'm definitely getting that off of it. Initially I was getting a lot of molasses, but as it warms up, that's kind of going away. Yeah. Yeah, mine's a little bit warmed up. I've been kind of handling it a little bit. Um, but the toffee's still there. Yep, I've got toffee. It smells very clean. I get almost like an almondy smell to it. Oh, a little nuttiness. Yeah, more towards the, uh, like, uh, what's that fucking liquor with the almonds? Uh, oh, amaretto. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit more towards the, like, kind of nutty, but more towards the... Yeah, uh, the amaretto. There's kind of that alcoholness. There's like an alcohol smell. It's not solventy. Maybe that's the uh, the the port light. <clears throat> I think that might be it. I've never actually had port. Not gonna lie. I have. Okay. Yeah, and I can. This. I. Yeah. I can kind of smell it in this. Right. Um, but it's it's a very good aroma, aged now like it is. God, it smells. I need to stop sipping on it. It smells nice. Oh, you tried it already? Uh, well, I, I wasn't <laughs> able to control myself. Whoopsies. 
Did you not, Peter? I get not yet. No, I've, I've been showing Dude, discipline. You are, you are the best. It's dried I black cherry. I fucked up a, like four weeks, three or four weeks. The ago. fruit oh, in there fine. is dried no, black we're, cherry. We're not, we're, not, we're not talking about that yet. We're still on. I'm talking about the smell. Oh, okay. The fruit in the smell <laughs> is dried black cherry. Right. So, Casey, it must be in there then. In the, in the flavor. And we are talking about aroma. <laughs> I didn't taste it in the flavor, so I was really Oh, confused. okay. <laughs> stop tasting it. I need to stop. I'm trying. But yeah, I think this lines up well with the aroma right. still. Appearance. Color may range from, or you, you can do appearance. Okay. Well, or, right, no, did aroma. Wait, oh, so. you did aroma. Never mind. Yeah. Color may range from rich gold to very dark amber <clears throat> or even dark brown, often as ruby highlights, but should not be opaque. Low to moderate off-white head may have low head retention, may be cloudy with chill haze at cooler temperatures, but generally clears to good to brilliant clarity as it warms. The color may appear to have great depth as if viewed through a thick glass lens. Yeah, we've heard that before. Yep. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when beer is swelled in glass. Legs. Fodays. Uh, yep. There are definitely like some deep red highlights. In yeah, that. I would say it's like a real, it's like a dark amber with uh, ruby highlights. Ruby, ruby, ruby. For sure. Yeah. It it's is a, it's brilliantly a, clear. Yes, it is. With age, this thing is cleared up. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's just clear. There is no haze or anything to it. Yeah. Super clear. She's party. Yeah. It looks really nice. All right, man. You want you want to talk about this flavor? Yeah, whole flavor thing? is strong, intense, complex, multi-layered malt flavors ranging from bready, toffee, and biscuity and paler versions, through nutty, deep toast, dark caramel, and or molasses in darker versions. Moderate to high malty sweetness in the palate, although the finish may be moderately sweet to moderately dry depending on aging. Some oxidative or vinous flavors may be present, and often complex alcohol flavors should be evident. Moderate to fairly high fruitiness, often with dark or dried fruit character. Hot bitterness may range from just enough for balance to a firm presence. Balance, therefore, ranges from malty to somewhat bitter. Paler versions are often more bitter better attenuated and might show more hop character than darker versions however all versions are malty in the balance low to moderately high hop flavor often floral earthy or marmalade like english varieties i get caramel a little bit of toffee and marmalade i get this huge overwhelming like bitterness right away but it's not lingering bitter yeah. But then I get a lot of nuttiness, definitely molasses, you know, on the back end. And as, see, this is the kind of barley wine that I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. Just a big punch in the mouth and then just a bunch of really, like, like dark flavors yeah. that, like, you have to kind of, like, chew through just to figure out, figure out what there. the fuck's going on. <laughs> it's definitely, I get the nuttiness. I get the caramel. Um... There's still a good amount of hot flavor there that I think will diminish further with, with further more aging. Age. Yeah. Um, so we are trying it at six months, not a year, where we would really expect to see that like flesh out more. Yep. Um, but it is definitely changed since we tried it. In oh June, yeah. I, sure. I feel like it's the hops have mellowed out. Like mm-hmm. the entire beer is mellowed out. It has. And um, there there are some complex alcohol flavors contributing in there. 
that I can pick up. Really? Are you like, not getting marmalade? Yeah, I am. I okay. forgot to mention that. Yeah. What's this marmalade? Is that like, uh, it's a, like fruit a jam? Yeah, yeah like an yeah. orange jam. Orange marmalade. Oh, okay. Orange. Okay. Is marmalade always orange? Or is it like orange? With I think other usually. I think it's usually orange. Okay. I think the only marmalade probably, I've ever had. You probably have other marmalades. I probably haven't even had them. So. I think uh, you probably could. Uh, I, guess I, I googled know. marmalade and it just brought up a Macklemore song. Okay, well, apparently Macklemore oh, has a marmalade song. Marmalade generally refers to a fruit preserve made from the juice or peel of citrus fruits boiled with sugar and water. Oh, okay. okay. So it could be yeah. kind of any citrus, but it's... You probably wouldn't want to do it with lemon, really. <laughs> no. no I get what that would marmalade? you want to spread lemon on? <laughs> Maybe limes, like a key lime marmalade oh, yeah, would be yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. I'm sure that's a thing, yeah. I could get... Uh, the I get the marmalade on the back end. Um... um Little butterscotchy from have a little bit more mm, oxidation yep. and maybe a little diacetyl that's come through with age. I guess I didn't get that, but I wasn't looking for it. So let me see if I can get that. not the worst thing. Like English, <coughs> English styles are fairly uh, tolerant of that. So mm. not a big deal. Hmm. I guess I don't get a lot of that. I can see it's, the it's, 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 it's subtle. Like, it's it's not overwhelming, but yeah. it's there. I can see the butterscotch flavor. I don't think I'd pick it up on my own, though. But now that you pointed it out, I think I get a little of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, caramel and marmalade are the big things in this. And then that hop flavor. The hop flavor's, like, floral. Yeah. For sure. Floral and earthy. Yeah, it's it's earthy floral. So definitely, I mean, still stick into style mm-hmm. after six months of age. All right. Uh, mouthfeel fold bodied and chewy with a velvety luscious texture. Although the body may be declined with long conditioning, a smooth warmth from aged alcohol should be present. Carbonation may be low to moderate depending on age and conditioning. Uh, this is uh, moderate low uh, carbonation, I would yeah. say. It's uh, full-bodied still, chewy. There's no head on it, and that would be, it's alcohol. But yeah, no, the alcohol destroyed the head on this. Yeah. long ago. Yep. But yeah, the carbonation fits there. Um, there's the smooth warmth, and it is definitely full-bodied and chewy. Um, still pretty good there. Yeah, it's still sticking good with style, and it's aging out nicely. Um, there's nothing that, like, sometimes you can come in later on in aging and find some off stuff that you didn't notice before. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we don't aging, have any of that. Every every bad thing comes becomes right. more pronounced, and we don't have any of that happening, which I'm very happy about. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with where it's at. It's aging nicely. And all the flavors are starting to meld. It's actually a really good time to try it at six months because you're at that point before like everything really melds down to where it's going to be at its optimal age, aging of about a year. Mm -hmm. At one year, this thing will be like perfectly aged. Yeah. And everything will be so well melded that it'll be perfect. So it's kind of cool trying it at six months because it's 
You can taste it getting there. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely see where it's going. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you don't have to wait a year and be completely disappointed like I was with, uh, I had a 2015 beer that I opened yeah. that uh, had soured. She's <laughs> kind of a bummer. Whoops. It was a rum barrel aged uh, beer and fucking cracked it open, really excited to share with a bunch of people. And we're all like, oh no. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not ideal. Yeah. No, this thing's going in a really good direction. Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about the style that we're going to talk about tonight. Let's do it up. Uh, which is alt beer. And we have the, uh, the Uta Pils Alt. Dusseldorf. Style oat beer. <laughs> yep. It's the alt 1848. The Hasselhoff style. Um, I do not believe it is on the style guidelines. It is not as a style, but it is the only alt beer that I could find on or this week. So it's what we're oh, tasting. Okay. Alt beer, a well-balanced, well-attenuated, bitter yet malty, clean, and smooth amber to copper colored German beer. The bitterness is balanced by the malt richness, but the malt intensity and character can range from moderate to high. The bitterness increases with the malt richness. All right. Aroma. <clears throat> Sorry. The aroma is clean yet robust and complex aroma of grainy rich malt and spicy hops with restrained low to medium low fruity esters. The malt character reflects German-based malt varieties with rich baked bread and nutty roast, nutty toasty bread crust notes. The hop aroma may vary from moderate to low and can have a peppery, spicy, floral, herbal, or perfumey character associated with Sazer-type hops. So I get... Interesting. Grain and it's very floral and perfumey. Wait, like a size, like a sizer? Sazer. Is it a sazer? <clears throat> so, Am I uh, thinking of something else, or is that just how you say it? Sazer, it, it's a type of hop. Yeah. Oh. You're thinking of sizer. Sizer is like a beer cider. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no sizer is not beer cider. It's, it's something cider else. something. Cider and something. Yeah. Yeah. Champagne cider. Oh, that is that what it is? <laughs> Maybe something along those lines. It's not. It's not like it's no. That's not. I'm sorry what this to is. detract. I'm sorry uh, about this. Well, it's good. It's a good question to ask, but it's not this. This shouldn't be like a size or. Um. So, are you looking it up? I'm trying to figure out what it is. I can't remember how to spell it. Oh, I do. Let me see if I can find it. All right, you do that. I will uh, talk about the aroma while you're doing that. Uh, or no, the appearance. Uh, the color ranges from light amber to deep copper color, stopping short of brown. Bronze orange is most common. Brilliant clarity, thick, creamy, long-lasting, off-white head. Uh, yeah, this is a brilliantly clear beer. Uh, I would say this is a medium copper color. Right, Pete? Medium uh, like I wouldn't say it's deep copper. No, no, it's very, it's, it's, yeah. You don't get that that red, that red glow. Yeah, but it's definitely copper. It's not amber. Yeah, closer to the copper. Yeah. Yeah, looks good in that light right there. Yeah. Um, bronze orange is most the, is most common. I don't know if I would call this bronze orange. I don't think I would either. 
<clears throat> well, to me, I'm getting a pretty good orange here. Yeah? Would you pretty call this bronze orange? orange? You gotta change the light I'm looking at. You hold it in one of those studio lights and it's... Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. Hold it up to one of the... Yeah? Yeah, get a little orange. A little orange there. A little orange in there. A little right. Cheeto. Yeah, Did you figure really, out the size or I can't really find anything uh, on it. S-A-I-Z-E-R. I've seen it before. What? It start with a C. I thought it was C-I-S-O-R. That's what I googled and that nothing came out. Alright, let's talk about flavor. I'm not really finding it, so... Sizer is a sudden attack. Yeah, let's go into flavor. So... Only all beer with the flavor here. Uh, flavor. Assertive hot bitterness, well balanced by a sturdy yet clean malt character. Um, the malt presence is modified by medium high to high attenuation. Uh, <clears throat> but considerable rich, complex, and somewhat grainy malt flavors can remain. Somewhat fruity esters, especially cherry-like, may survive the lagering period. A long-lasting, medium-dry to dry, bittersweet, or nutty finish reflects both the hot bitterness and malt complexity. Spicy, peppery, or floral hop flavor can be moderate to low. No roasted malt flavors or harshness. The apparent bitterness level is sometimes masked by the malt character. The bitterness can seem as low as moderate if the finish is not very dry. Light, sulfury, or minerally character optional. Okay, so let's check it out. I am getting sweetness, like just a malty, like caramely sweetness. Mm -hmm. Little bit of hop. uh, It's not spice, more of a floral character. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely like an earth, earthy. Yeah. It's not very assertive on this one. No. uh, Very little fruit. Yeah. It's German. Mm -hmm. It is. uh, There's there's a German dog on the on the other side. Let me see here. Der Cooper Fuchs. <laughs> the Copper Fox. No, I'm getting some of that cherry uh, fruit Fuchs. on the back end. It says Fox on the back of there. Inappropriate. 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 No, I'm getting I'm getting some cherry on the back end myself. Right. What's that distinctive? Flavor though that earthy flavor is that the hops? That's the hops. That's the hops. Yeah, that's, that's like, definitely the hops. It's like all I get, and it's very. It's like that German. Saws yeah, no, or it's hops. it it you. It's definitely sauce hops that yeah. you're tasting right there. Yeah, I tasted it before in other beers, and it's it's very it, common it, it, at Pitchfork. Okay, gotcha. I don't. Know, I'll take some more of it, but I'm getting get the, the cherries on the back end. It's not huge. But no, I'm getting them in there. I, I can I can see where you're seeing that uh, it's, it's cherry like after it dries off. Yeah, it just like lingers cherries. Like yeah. you just ate a handful of cherries, mm. and you're like you're looking for something else. It's maybe not quite that intense. Well, no, no, no. It's it's like you you finish that, and it's like an hour later, and you still have like that. Well, maybe that. Yeah, that lingering but cherry it, it's, flavor. It's on the a back little end. bit of cherry flavor, but not as much as it seems like they're calling for. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. They said it may survive the lagering. All right, mouthfeel medium bodied, smooth, uh, medium to medium high carbonation. Although it can be lowered when served from the cask, astringency low to none. Despite being very full of flavor, is light bodied enough to be consumed as a gravity fed session beer in its homebrew pubs in Dusseldorf? Hey, there you go. Oh, Dusseldorf. 
Well, that's where we're at here. Gravity fed and uh, gravity bonks. All right, here okay. we go. Okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> some comments on this. A top fermented lagered beer fermented at cold ale temperature, 59 to 68 degrees. Perfect for our basement. Yeah, I know, right? Especially um, during the winter. Often conditioned at bottom fermentation temperatures about 50 degrees. And then lagered at cold temperatures to produce a cleaner, smoother palate than is typical for most ales. Zum Jurg is a wonderful beer, but much more aggressively bitter and complex than most other What German does that examples. have to do with anything? I don't know. I don't know. They just, he's just like, I like this beer. That's not even in the commercial examples. No. What is Zumerg? I don't know. Um, God damn it, Gary. It may be like the Fuller's ESB of the strong bitter category. Gary, <laughs> shut the fuck up. It has nothing to do with anything. Well known, but somewhat of a stylistic outlier. No, Let's not well known. Okay, so forget the last two sentences that yeah, have nothing to do with Just forget that this. paragraph. Gary was just typing. Gary was drunk. Okay, never mind. Forget the rest of this. Do not judge all out beers if the, as if they were Zumurg clones. Damn it, Gary. Allow for more balanced bitterness in the beer. Yeah, that was this. That was a stupid comment section. Sorry, BJCP, but that oh, was dumb. Stronger sticker and doppelsticker beers should not be entered here. Gary, translations, please. Yeah. Figure out what you want to talk about. <laughs> Zum Urig is I thought not you were talking in the about styles. Alt beer. Yeah, this is dumb. Nobody knows what Zoom here is. Oh, yeah, just if you're reading through all this, just ignore the comments because they have nothing to do with yeah. the beer. Well, no, no, you can you can uh, read the first two, two sentences. Lines. Yeah, read the first two sentences, and then as soon as you see Zoom Erig, yep, Eriga for the first time, just get rid of like, it. Like drink a shot and flip off Gary. Yep. Right. Gary really effed her up on this one. History. The traditional style of beer from Dusseldorf all uh, refers to the old style of brewing, i.e. using top fermenting yeast that was common before bottom fermenting lager brewing <coughs> became popular. Uh, pre predates the isolation of bottom fermenting yeast strains, though it approximates many characteristics of bottom fermenting lager beers. Many of the classic examples can be found in brew pubs in Altstadt, Old Town, section of Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. Do you guys just know that, or is the translation on there? It's right. <laughs> we just oh. know that, man. We know it. Oh, okay. We know German so well. Jawohl. <laughs> we know it very good. Sehr gut. We know it sehr gut. Sehr gut. Sehr gut, <laughs> mein Freund. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, das yes. ist stimmt, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, das Oh, yeah. Nein. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nine. Oh. I know like four German words, so. You said two. <laughs> They're in one word. I know, yeah, nine. <laughs> and Zergut. Zergut. I didn't take German in high school. <laughs> you took it German. Yeah, because I was like, this is going to be useful. Yeah, how'd that work out? It was not. <laughs> Till I go to, uh,. No, Dusseldorf. It, even then, it won't be useful because they'll be like, no, just speak English. Yeah, speak English. You're not very good <laughs> yeah, at that. Like, <laughs> we're we did better in high school learning English than you did German. You sure did. <laughs> All right. Characteristic ingredients. 
Grists vary, but usually consistent of German-based malts, usually pills, sometimes Munich. With small amounts of crystal chocolate and or black malts used to adjust color. This is my cue to start making a thing. Yeah. Occasionally will include some wheat, including roasted wheat. Spalt hops are traditional, but other Sazer-type hops can also be used. Clean, highly attenuative ale yeast, a step mash or decoction mash program is traditional. Nope. Um, Not going to do that. Style comparison. More bitter and malty than international amber lagers. Somewhat similar to California Common. Both in production technique and finished flavor and color, though not in ingredients. So your vital statistics that y'all love to hear about and that I love to talk about. We're looking for IBUs of 25 to 50 and SRM 10, 7, or 11 to 17, sorry, uh, OG of 1044 to 1052, final gravity of 1008 to 1014, and an ABV of 4.3 to 5.5. Some of your commercial examples, if you wanted to check those out, are Bolton Alt, Diebel's Alt, Fuchsian Alt, Original Schlüssel Alt, Schlosser Alt, Schumacher Alt, and Urige Alt Beer. I may have butchered all or most of them. I heard Schumacher. <clears throat> yeah, Schumacher, I feel like, is right. Um... I know, I, I think I did Schlosser, Schlosser, right? Because uh, one of the foreign exchange students from high school was from Dusseldorf, and his last name was Schlosser, Kai Schlosser. And maybe he has something to do with this Schlosser brewery. I maybe don't think so, man. I don't know. He's from Dusseldorf, and that's where this friggin' style's from. This is where this friggin' thing's from, man. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't. I didn't know <laughs> Maybe him. Maybe everybody like, there is that name. All all I did in high school was like we got him into some trouble with his hosting family. Yeah, it's because you're a bad person. Yep. So are you? Well, yeah, we know that. <laughs> I don't know. Kai Schla- Schlosser, Schlager. Kai Schlosser. If you're listening, hit me up, bruh. I remember you from high school. Hit me up, Rip. Hey, I remember man. you. How you doing? How you I doing? I recall man? you, Rip. Uh, I do uh, recall a little Kai. <laughs> a little gay Kai. Right. Little Kai. Well, let's throw some Munich in there. No idea if he has anything to do with this, but um. All right. What kind? Of, well, hang on. Uh, we are not going to do a step or decoction mash, right? Not if I can fucking help nope, it. we're just not going to do that. Because that's traditional, but that also sucks, so we're not going to do it. Oh, that was but in the past, we have skipped stupid stuff like that, and it's turned out fine, so I'm not worried about it. And that says it's traditional, which tells me that most people don't do it because it's dumb. All right. I have... Well, hang on. Unless you want to, in which case it's probably not dumb, but we don't do it. Uh, no, we don't. We don't, you don't you, well, no, you don't have to do it anymore. Is the right. big thing. Um, and we don't want to. Well, yeah, we definitely don't want to. Though, 
I we have I don't to, know if other people want to, that's fine. They can. Yeah. No, it's so the biggest issue with a decoction is like you do that so you can get enough uh, conversion out of your Pilsner malt, but oh. modern Pilsner doesn't have that issue. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah. So it was something you had to do back in the day to get it to convert out. Now you ain't gotta. So now let me tell you, boys, you ain't got a step or decoction match. I tell this you, bad hot. Boy. Tell <laughs> you hot, boy. I tell you hot. <laughs> I tell you what, boy. I tell you hot. I tell you hot right now. I tell you hot I right tell now. Tell you hot. Turn down for what? <laughs> what? Turn down for hot? <laughs> All right, I got myself a thing here. Got myself a uh, a recipe. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready, man. Nine pounds of German Pilsner. Half a pound of German Munich. 0.25 of a pound of Carafa 3 for some color. Then we're going to do two and a half ounces of Tetnanger at 60 minutes. That's, that's going to give us an OG of 1052. IBUs of 15 or of uh, 41. SRM of 15, and then if we ferment with Dusseldorf alt yeast, that's going to give us an ABV of about 5%. Nice. Landing those vital statistics, buddy. I wasn't paying attention. Okay. (laughs) Well, you could have been, but you weren't. So you didn't, and you weren't. I was looking at ingredients. Because you... So, my favorite part of every episode is the 30 seconds that I have to come up with the <laughs> recipe. <laughs> That's the fun part. <laughs> All right, I locked that shit in. Hey, it's I... been working for us for the most part. It has, for the most part. We've we've had one or two that we needed to tweak yeah. a little bit more. but And then, it, like, some that have turned out bad, but mostly it's worked out. We've got mostly green checks. Yeah. That's on our beers, true. so. All right. Well, uh, we got a thing here. We got that locked in. We got to do this. Got now. her locked in. Very quiet. Well, yeah, and I got to talk over it, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, if you enjoyed this show, ch- check out our other shows uh, on the Department of Offense. Uh, we get together every Sunday, and we do a live show talking about whatever we really want to talk about. That's yeah, really we do. It. We do that. We try a beer and talk about some local news. It's good times. Uh, if you like music, head on over to Soundwave. Soundwave. Hosted by Carlos and Matt. Uh, each week they uh, tackle a different topic about music. Yep. Um, and if you like Dungeons & Dragons, check out Tabletop Theater. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if you'd like to support us, head on to patreon.com slash blindnewsstudios and become a patron today. If you're into doing Amazon shopping, head on over to blindnewsstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link on the our homepage. Then do your Amazon shopping as normal and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yep, bye. Bye.